It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. At least you could wish me luck. Yes, and this show definitely needs it. Trust me. What's up? It's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And I'm going to talk about season two of BMF. Now, Stars isn't known for anything outside of 50 Cent at this point. You know, they had their shows prior, but now everything is basically 50 Cent shows. And when BMF premiered the first season, I actually enjoyed the first season. Now, I think the problem with the first season was is it came on after Raising Canaan, which was a superior show. So Raising Canaan was a superior show, and they're both timepieces, so to speak, taking place in the 80s, and uh, I think Raising Canaan was even in the early 90s. But basically, they came out at the same time, well, one after the other, and while BMF wasn't as good as Raising Canaan, it was good enough. You know, it was enjoyable. The actors may not have been the best actors, but they were enjoyable entertaining to say the least and it's basically telling the story of the real life uh, black mafia family and so there was supposed to be some sort of i don't know more believability than say in the power stuff and things like that now the problem lies in with season two i have never seen a show just take such a detour of what it was trying to do in my life. This is ridiculous. This show used to be good, and now it's just, I don't know. It's hard to really tell what they were trying to do with this. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about season two. It had a big drop, and in a show like this, you can either have one or two things. You can have either good writing and bad acting or bad writing and good acting, but you can't have both. And I think that's what this season did. It just wasn't nowhere close to what season one was. So I'm going to jump right in and talk about the things I didn't like because there's a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't like about season two. And they're talking about they're going to have a bunch of spinoffs of BMF. And I'm like, of what? There's nothing I really want to see spin off from this. This is just not a quality show anymore. So the way it was filmed, I don't know, for some reason, season one just had this flow to it. Season two looks like it jumped from scene to scene constantly. And the way it was filmed, it felt rushed and slow at once. I'm like, how do you even do that? Like I'm watching the show and it seems like it's getting somewhere. Then all of a sudden it's slows down Uh, i don't know they really that that takes a certain level of genius to be able to make a show feel fast-paced and slow all at once It, it, it the filming of this was just ridiculous whoever edited it they did not do a good job okay it was just cut 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 and some episodes it allowed them to kind of grow with the story or flow with the story not this it was just cut 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 and you dove into a bunch of different stories stories like 
Terry driving service story. So let's be honest. How did they think that this was going to work? All right. Terry is still supposedly in high school, 17, about to make 18, I guess. And his father works at a mill or whatever. His father works, I don't know, like a Ford shop. I don't know, whatever, you know, whatever it was out there. Neither one of them have the business expertise in order to pull off a business like this. But for some reason, they thought it was a good idea to open this business. Now, you could tell that Terry wasn't as cunning. And again, you can you can blame it on the fact that he's just a teenager. He's just young, so he doesn't know the ways of business. As when we talked about the whole flyer thing he was trying to do to save money. Um, you know, he was trying to do it straight with his father. Obviously, his father was pushing him to use some of that lawsuit money that they received into this business, but neither one of them had a clue on what they were doing. So factory worker and a teenager, go figure, it failed. And, you know, it just really showed how hard it is to make it in a small business. People just think that they can just create a business and have an idea and it'd be successful. Well, as we see that it wasn't. Um, and then talking about some of that filming and how they film things. So remember when Terry was going against the other guy who also had his driving service and they were kind of going what and what with each other. So I'm going to give you an example of issues that I have on the way that they film this. And when you're doing storytelling with movies or TV shows, you want to show, not tell. And so in the scene, and this this is the scene that just really irked my nerves. So in the scene where Terry and that white girl worker that he had working with him, they decide to strike back at the competing driving guy and mess with his brakes. And of course, the guy's driving and his brakes goes out. He crashes and then uh, Terry meets him, beat the hell out of the dude, letting him know, hey, don't mess with us, blah, blah, blah. Now, the way it was filmed, so they set it up perfectly. Terry talks to the white girl and says, you know your way around cars. She says, yes. Okay, then you see Terry and her sneaking into the guy's um, warehouse where his cars were housed and were working on his car. Uh, Maybe his car, just all the cars, I'm not 100% sure. And then while the guy was driving, the brake went out. Okay, you just showed us everything we needed to know. Why in the hell does the guy have to yell out, what's wrong with my brakes? Or my brakes are working. Whatever he said there was stupid. Okay? Because one, you think your audience is just so stupid that they can't realize what's going on in that scene. You just set it all up. You showed us, which is what you're supposed to do. There was no need for him to yell that. And number two, Somebody in that situation is not going to yell, what's going on with my brakes with nobody else in the car. He was in the car by himself. So why would he say that? It was just stupid. It was just stupid. You just messed up the scene with that. And it was another scene kind of skipping ahead here on the final episode where, um, Ashy Larry has set up his, uh, family member, um, Lamar and then meet just paying him. And just to say, like, we're too stupid to figure it out, I put a little extra in there for you for helping us out. Like, we got the point that he sold out Lamar. There was no need to mention that. 
And that's the point between showing versus telling. When we see the money, we assume that he was paid for his services. So that was just stupid. But that car scene, that really drove me crazy because I'm like, if I'm driving and my brakes go out and nobody else is in the car, I'm not going to be saying, what's going on with my brakes? I'm going to be like, oh shit, what the hell or something like that. I am not going to say what's wrong with my brakes or my brakes are out or whatever that idiot said in the show. That is what I'm talking about. And there's many, many other examples of them showing us and I mean, telling us instead of showing. And that's just stupid. You're in the movie. This is the whole point of having visual. Now, if you're in a story like a book or something like that, then you can kind of say that and it would even sound corny then, but at least it will make a little more sense that you're basically telling us because you can't show us as far as a picture or a movie screen or etc. So that was dumb. Speaking of dumb things, let's talk about Terry's love life. <laughs> you got the baby mama putting voodoo on you and then you're with Markeisha, who is a married woman talking about well, let me back it up. So, Markeisha is the one I really have the problem with. His baby mama going to voodoo, I mean, okay. You know, I mean, are women really that hard up for guys where they're willing to do voodoo to keep them in their lives? Whatever. Okay, well. <laughs> but uh, Markeisha is the one I'm having a problem with. So, a lot of the problem I have with it is Markeisha, the first of all, the real Markeisha, the person that the character is based off of, you know, she's kind of upset. She didn't get paid for anything that's going on in the show. They changed it just enough, according to her, to where they didn't have to pay her. But she's still fussing around how they making her look. And she does have some valid points. So she's on Instagram. I uh, can't think of her name off the top of my head. But she's on Instagram. She's talked about the show. She's talked about the character Lala, who is playing her, and how that makes her look. And part of the storyline is Lala is a grown woman, and Terry is technically a underage teen and she's having sex with him and so really she's having sex with an under, underage teenager and it's making her look bad I guess and so that was her biggest complaint I guess with the show plus other things the fact that she didn't get paid which I don't blame her for that because if you're going to use me or any part of my story I want to get paid according to her 50 of them didn't want to pay her they met with her but they don't want to pay her for whatever so leave it at that but my problem is, first of all, we get back to bad acting. Lala, I never really thought she was a good actress, but she's fine as hell. So you kind of let a lot of that slide <laughs> just because she's that fine. And, um, you know, there are some actresses, obviously, in the show that I'm going to get to here in a minute that cannot act. And they are not, you know, they're fine, but they can't act. And it's really bad when you kind of look over that. But anyways, after Markeisha hooks up with Terry, sleeps with him, you know, the one time and then leaves him with the letter that you can't take care of me and my kids. Now, again, I'm going to assume this is just Terry being naive because he's still 17. He doesn't know the way the world works, but I would not. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just hard for me to understand why anybody will be with a woman who basically expects you to take care of her and her kids when she is married. Okay, even if she was to leave him, this boy lives with his parents. He's 17 years old. And I get it, she's leaving a let letter to let him know that, but 
Why would that even be a thought in her head? You can't take care of me and my kids. Bro, I'd have left her on a curve. I understand Lala fine. I get it. She's fine as hell. But yeah, I'm not taking care of you and your kids. I, that was never the plan. We just had sex the one time. And all of a sudden, you want me to take care of your kids. Just, it's just dumb. And I understand they had to put her with Terry because, you know, in real life, the character that she's based off of and Terry did have a thing and she ended up going to jail and blah, blah, blah. But I just thought that was weird that a woman like that would be like, I need you to take care of me and my kids. Why would you ask a 17 year old to take care of you and your kids? That is just dumb with a husband who is crazy. Yeah. Okay. He beats on you and do all this other type of stuff. Yeah. She shouldn't have bought that information to Terry and Terry should have left on the curb. At least I would have. I'd have been like deuces. I wasn't planning on taking care of you and your kids, but you know, when you're young like that and you get that booty and I'm talking about Lala has some nice booty, you know, you're kind of out of your mind and we'll talk a little more about being out of your mind over booty here in a second. Next thing that was stupid, Lamar. His entire storyline was dumb. It was a wasted character this season. It's like they didn't have anything for him to do other than shoot Meech. That was the whole reason he came back. And him and um, Ashley Larry, it was just, I, I didn't understand the dynamic, the way he treated this man who was helping him, changing your bag, getting you up to speed and everything like that, and you treating the man worse than you were treating a dog that you just found like a couple days ago. It was just, Lamar is crazy. I do like Lamar's character. I really do. And he just busts out singing in the most awkward positions in these shows. Happiness is in the air. Who does that? That's my dude and I enjoy him. But what they did to the character was dumb because they had nothing for him to do. And then, is he a commando or something? Because he always showed up where Meech was, like he had a tracker on him. I mean, is this dude the Terminator, Robocop? How does he know where Meech is at every single point in time in this show? It's just crazy. And I already talked about the mistreatment of Ashley Larry. You don't do that. This dude is letting you live in his house, taking care of you, and then... <laughs> You find a dog, the scene where he found the dog, and I'm thinking this dog is going to lead to something. The dog was dead like in two episodes later. It was a waste of time. I mean, the only thing it showed, it allowed Snoop Dogg to pull a gun as the pastor in the middle of church, in the middle of service. Like, bro, really? <laughs> that entire storyline didn't do anything. It was so funny when he was... um. Lamar was thinking back about his life. He was thinking about old girl that he killed. And then they had a flashback with the dog too. Like, bruh, this dog was in two episodes. This dog had no meaning. Why even include that <laughs> when he's on his way down? I don't understand. <laughs> and then after all of this, Meech has a chance to kill this dude, but doesn't kill him. He tells Terry earlier you know, when um, Terry's talking about that we're businessmen, we're not killers. And Meech says, you know, speak for yourself. But after everything that Lamar has done, Meech decides getting him hooked on drugs is the way to go. Just stupid. Why would you not kill this man? 
This man has caused you unmentionable harm and terror, including shooting you, killing your baby mama, and killing your boys. And for some reason, I want to see you suffer. Come on, Meech. You are not poetic like that. That was just dumb. He should have killed Lamar and left it at that. That was stupid. The entire thing was stupid. He just, oh my goodness gracious. And not even talking about, I almost forgot about this stupid part of the show. So <laughs> Lamar shows up at Meech's mom's house and uh, Meech and uh, Terry's sister called him, called Terry and says, that guy's here at mama's house, at the house, talking to mama, this and that. And what does Terry do? And again, this could be he's naive because he's 17 years old. He tells me, come on, let's go. Now, keep in mind, they're in Georgia. Okay, 700 miles away from Detroit. So that's at least a 10-hour, 10, 11, 12-hour drive, depending on traffic and all that. And the first thing you say is, we need to go. All right, so... Somebody calls me, and I'm in the drug business. Somebody calls me and says, this dude that's been trying to kill you is at my mama's house. I'm going to call somebody, hang up the line, call somebody who's five to ten minutes away in my crew and say, Lamar's at my mama's house. Get over there now. And then, Meech, we got to go. That makes more sense than what happened. We got to go. Come on, Meech. And, and Meech just running with him, jumping in the car, not knowing what's going on. I'm like, bro, what are y'all going to do? Drive uh, 10, 11, 12 hours to get back home just to handle this Lamar situation? It was just dumb. The entire thing with Lamar was dumb. Just dumb. They, they had nothing to do with the character. They can at least admit, look, we ain't have nothing for Lamar to do, so we just basically filmed a bunch of stuff, and then he's killing people like he's on the... Uh, you know, on the Rambo movie, it just, it didn't make sense. You know, they could have just, I, well, I wouldn't say leave him out because the actor's a good actor. He's one of those British actors too, but he's real good. I enjoy him as a character, but they dropped the ball with him. So this goes back to bad writing, not bad acting, bad writing. All right. Uh, the detective love story, just nasty, seems forced, no chemistry between the actors, very disgusting. I don't, <laughs> I just, I don't know. They, they seem like they forced that romance and those characters, the actors themselves don't look like they had any chemistry at all. It was just nasty and disgusting. Now I did like the storyline with his son. Um, I don't know if his son was just slow, but at some point you got to explain to your son, look, bro, you're not getting out of jail. So his son was getting bullied at school. So he steals a gun and shoots the bully and he gets arrested his son thinking he's going to get off of this you know it, i don't know i just didn't like how that played out i understand him getting bullied they ripped up his comic book and you know i can see that triggering a shooting but just the way they handle it it's like his son is so naive thinking that he's going to get out of this i'm like bro just be honest with your son you in some deep bs and i don't know if i can get you out of this so, you know, but that storyline part wasn't bad. But the romance between the two detectives, just trash. Uh, that was just horrible. Boring. Uh, the Terry and Meech expansion storyline was boring. Um, Monique as Goldie was good in her role. But again, this is where we go back to the way things are filmed. 
you know, the storyline with her sister left much to be desired. I mean, you know, even her death didn't really feel like it was anything big. And then the guy who she disrespected coming to the club and shooting at the final episode, that was hilarious because this is a big fat dude. This is not a dude who can hide behind many targets. And I'm sure he knew that people had guns there. So what the hell was he trying to do? Seriously, this big butterball dude <laughs> comes up blasting the place. I mean, there's no way he, he leaves that alive. And maybe he thought that, you know, because he's connected that they wouldn't shoot him. But, bro, you are a moving target. This is like the biggest target ever. I can close my eyes and shoot and still hit this dude. <laughs> it was just one of those things that was funny. And then finally, getting back to where bad acting doesn't help out, even if you're fine. I mean, like I said, uh, Lala as Markeisha, I, Lala has never been a great actress to me, but she's fine enough that I can look past some of that stuff. Then there's this girl who I'd never heard of before, Young Miami. I guess that's her name, Young Miami, Young whatever. And she only had a few seconds in the show. <laughs> And her husband was killed because Meech and him brought him out there to have fun. The first time he's ever gone out to the club, I guess, in a long time. And he ends up getting shot and killed. And that scene there was literally the worst acting job I have ever seen in the Seven Kingdoms. Oh my God. This woman does not need to make Instagram videos anymore. It was so terrible. And that is my point. She is fine. She is cute. She is sexy. But none of that mattered because her acting was so bad. <laughs> so bad that you cannot overlook that no matter how good she looks. That was just, and everybody was talking about it. Um, I don't even know who this broad was <laughs> for watching this show, and I don't even want to know. She better not do a YouTube video anymore without getting some acting lessons because that was just terrible. They were clowning her on the internet, and rightfully so. I don't care how fine she is. I don't care how cute she is, how sexy she is. It just took away because of her bad acting. And Meech, you know, he has... <laughs> been bad acting throughout the series too but yeah this made Meech look like Denzel that was just a terrible 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 acting job by her so I know y'all are like damn E you just ripping this show apart did you not like anything about the show yes I did Lucille and Charles that storyline was the only thing that made me tune in Week to week. Now, Lucille and Charles, that's basically uh, Terry and Meech's mother. They were having troubles in their marriage, obviously. And it's basically set off by Lucille finding <laughs> those dirty magazines in his uh, guitar suitcase. Now, let me ask you this, ladies. And I want the truth. I already know the answer, but I'm just going to ask it anyway. What would you rather have? A man who looks at dirty magazines, or in today's age, looks at porn on the internet. So, a man who looks at porn, or a man sleeping with your best friend. You know, you know, take all the time you need to discuss this one. But I already know that the line of women rather having the guy who is addicted to porn would be, you know, flowing out of the store, so to speak. And... 
Lucille just could not let that go. Even when she was talking about divorce in the final episode, she brought up the magazines again. He has lust in his heart. But when you fussed about the magazines, he took that lust that he was using, probably pleasuring himself to her friend and end up giving him the three pumps of death that people are making fun of. And it's so funny because there's a lot of women out there laughing. Ah, he only did three pumps. Ha ha ha. There's a lot of guys probably looking around like, yeah, huh, that's crazy. <laughs> you know how the internet is. They always want to seem like their man is, you know, bringing the heat every damn night. And the men out there kind of being quiet about it because they've been there with those three pumps and done. And then he goes home. I don't even think he took a shower and then slept with Lucille <laughs> and gave her the same little three pump action. So they already making fun of Charles like they men don't have those issues. Anyways, but anyways, Charles is such a weak dude. Okay. Lust is obviously his weakness. So he goes over to Lucille's friend's house to break up with her saying, I don't want to do this anymore. And all she had to do was just flash those boobs. And next thing you know, Charles is in the bedroom with her, knocking it out the park once again. Well, I guess three pumps. I don't know. Did he do better that time? I don't remember they showed her now. But anyways, that was all it took for him to fall victim to this woman. Like she was just a dominatrix. And it's something that Lucille was not. You know, basically he took charge of sex. You can tell in the bed and all that type of stuff. Whereas dark skinned mommy, she was the one, you know, playing the games with him, coming to his house, playing, you know, the little sexual games, attention games with him. Like, what are you doing in here? You're playing a dangerous game. Charles is just an idiot. And, you know, no disrespect to factory workers, but I can see why Charles is not gotten anywhere in life. He is just an idiot. First, the failed driving service, which he shouldn't have even tried with his limited knowledge. And then this foolishness. He just couldn't control the situation. And um, he just just was a weak man. And then finally, he's in the hotel with her. He can't get it going. And uh, the friend decides to end it. And well, I tell you, this is probably the funniest scene. Well, there's two funny scenes in the series that I just laughed out loud at. The first one was Snoop Dogg dancing to the gospel music. That was just hilarious. But the second one... <laughs> So they're in the skating rink and Meech is skating with his mama and Charles slides right in with a smile like, mind if I cut in? Oh my God. This is literally after he was at the motel with the girl, couldn't get things working. He just slid on in with a smile on his face. It was hilarious. Oh my God. I don't think I laughed so hard in my life. I must have rewound that part several times because it was just funny i don't know just that scene may not be funny to everybody else but that was hilarious to me and then charles shows how dumb he is because he kept the receipt from the motel and of course lucille found it and then she explodes and here's the thing i'm gonna break this down okay i think if charles was just cheating on a random woman that lucille didn't know or didn't befriend he may have had a shot to get back with her. Charles slept with somebody that was probably Lucille's best friend and somebody she confided in. Like when she found out that Charles was cheating, who's the person she spoke with? She spoke with Lucille. I mean, um, the friend, her best friend. 
the dark skin chick. I don't know her name. That's why I keep calling her dark skin. But anyway, he she talked to her. So Charles broke a code that you cannot come back from. You cannot cheat on your wife with her best friend because that is a double betrayal. You betrayed her and then the friend betrayed her as well. And he thinks that she's going to come back from that. No. And make no mistake, Lucille's not the smartest person on the show, but if it had just been a random girl, I think he would have got away with it. You know, she'd have been ticked off for a while. They'd have worked on counseling and all that type of stuff. But to sleep with your wife's best friend, that is just a betrayal that there is no coming back on. And then once, I guess, Lucille found out about how her husband was cheating, he noticed that Lucille started to dress more provocative. And I don't know if it was just to attract more men or just to shove it in Charles' face. But this is the Sheila and Mike story from Why Did I Get Married? I always complained about. That Sheila knows that Mike is not interested in her with the way that she looks. She's a big woman, okay? And she didn't get into shape. I think the dude's name was Troy. When she got with Troy... End up working out with him. Now all of a sudden she coming in looking all sexy and stuff. And of course Mike is going to give her a look. And I'm like why didn't you do that when you were with Mike? It ain't no mistake. I'm glad Sheila did leave Mike because Mike was a jerk. But it's still, you know, I kind of understand if you're not going to work it out for him. Your husband, the person that you married. Why are you working out for some dude you just met? Same thing with this, okay? Your husband, you know he likes the dirty magazines, the provocative pictures. Why aren't you getting dressed more provocative for him knowing that? And make no mistake, ladies, before you start fussing at me, I'm not letting Charles off the hook trying to blame Lucille for this because Charles was stupid. He cheated on his wife. He should never do that. What Charles should have done is try to get her more involved in that whole lust thing basically he likes the porno magazines okay i want to see my wife wear something a little more provocative or whatever to kind of spice up the marriage he should have had that conversation with her instead he decided to have that conversation with his friend <laughs> but yeah i just i hated that i hated the whole point of now all of a sudden miss lucille she gonna come out there showing a little more skin trying to attract people um it was just comedy pure comedy and then there's the final point I want to make with that story is Charles trying to use the Bible to win his wife back. So normally in these TV shows and movies, whenever a husband who's been caught cheating, they always want to try to win their spouse back by going on something that they know that their wife loves. So he knows his wife is very much into the church. He's into the church, but not as much as Lucille, obviously. And so all of a sudden, yeah, I got a pastor. He knows my situation. Um, he's willing to work with us, this and that. He's starting to use the Bible <laughs> to try to get back in her good graces. Um, I'm, I'm happy they didn't use the children because they still had that underage daughter. So I'm surprised he didn't say, you know, what about her or anything like that? Because they'll do that in shows too. Like, what about the kids? You know, the guys always use that one excuse that they know their wife likes. And in this case with Lucille, it was the Bible, and he tries to use that to get back to her, but Lucille, ain't, she ain't having it. She's like, screw this, screw that, I'm, I'm done. And all I got to say is, if they do a spinoff of this show, 
They need to have one of Lucille and Charles. I'm sorry. I don't care if they do the younger version of them or the older version of them. That needs to be a show because that was the only storyline. And I think it's more along the lines of Baby Boy. It was so bad that it was good because Baby Boy is a horrible movie if you take it seriously. But if you take it as a joke, it's funny as hell and it's definitely a hilarious movie. And I think that this storyline was that. It was so bad. It was funny. It's like Charles and Lucille, they were the highlight of the show. And that's sad because BMF is supposed to be about the Black Mafia family, not the Black Mafia family parents. BMFP. That's probably a better show, to be honest with you. So overall, this season was terrible. I mean, they don't need any other spinoffs unless it's Charles and Lucille. But it was just terrible. The entire series, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. It was just put together so sloppily. The writing was terrible. The acting was terrible. The storylines just, I mean, they didn't know what they wanted to do with certain characters. I know they're going to bring this back for a third season, but I don't know. They they really need to step it up and quit giving people roles like young Miami. I think that's her name. Uh, <laughs> quit giving her roles to people just because they're hip-hop artists. They need to work it out. Like your girl who played um, Meech's baby mama and um, was uh, Lamar old lady too. Um, I can't think of her. I know she's a Detroit rapper. I can't think of her real name, but yeah. You know, again, she wasn't the best actress, but she was fine as hell, and you look past it. And she had a couple scenes where she actually did show some acting chops, not the death scene, because that was terrible. But, you know, I don't mind giving people a shot, but they need to at least have some sort of acting in their background. At least taking, you know, just think about it like this. When you, you're filming a show or a movie, you do multiple takes, you know, and they normally take the best take and put it in the actual final product. That literally was the final product with Meech and Young Miami. Think about that. That was the best of what they came up with. Terrible. Trash. And um, as far as uh, 50 Cent... I'm starting to notice a pattern based off of the TV shows that he's helped produce. And I know it's not just him. He's not writing all this stuff, but whatever it is, the shows that are based in New York, good. The shows that are based outside of New York, this one and that stupid Tommy crap, terrible. All right. I watched the premiere of the uh, Tyreek Power last night as well. And guess what? That episode right there was better than the entire BMF second season. So that should tell you what I think about it. It sucks. And I really do hope they get their writers together because, yeah, 50 outside of New York, he just, he's struggling. <laughs> so what are your thoughts? Did you enjoy it? Did you like the Charles and Lucille part of the show? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And as always, you can hit me up at www.enigmakid.com that's www.enigmakidd.com it's your boy enigma signing off deuces